1: Carl, today's topic is creator answers your burning questions. That's listener burning questions, essentially. As, as the listener, you may not even know that you have burning questions, but we're here to tell you, you most
2: likely do. <laughs> Go ahead, Carl. Well, this my kind of um, uh, model for this was growing up with Dear Abby in the newspapers, if people remember that. And it's continued with newcomers and, you know, advice columnists. And people would write in, you know, I've got this problem with my mother-in-law or what have you. And, and Dear Abby would weigh in with some, you know, kind of motherly advice and so on. Well, we can essentially do that with creator of all that is. As a channeler, I can reach out to creator and ask anything. What answer I get depends on a lot of factors, whether it's appropriate, whether I'm in alignment with hearing it whether I have the belief quotient to support it and things of that sort. But if it's something that is for the higher good, I will likely get some real insight. So we're going to do that with some people's questions who have listened to us and wanted to know further information about various things. And we, we like to focus on big picture things, but sometimes a personal story can be very helpful and evocative for others too. So we'll, we'll see. These are more of the broad nature, but yes, people indeed. can submit questions at our Get Wisdom website, and we will ask Creator, and they'll go in our database. We have a multi, uh, well, it's, it's over 1,500 pages of questions and answers now. And a lot of profound things because we're always probing the meaning of the universe and how it works in the divine realm and the interactions with us, human events, the machinations behind them and all sorts of things that the darkness is up to. So, yeah, the database has topics on just
1: about everything under the sun. So if you have an interesting topic that you'd like to have us explore... As Carl mentioned, visit us at getwisdom.com. Send us an email; and we'll we'll look into it. Absolutely. Let's get started, Carl. The first question up for consideration is for Creator: Why did God, Source Creator, create in the first place, particularly physical creation? What was the impetus and the goal?
2: Well, there's a profound question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's start light,
2: right? Yeah, we're jumping right into the deep end of the pool, I think. Well, this is what Creator uh, shared with me. This was viewed as the best arena to launch the idea of complete autonomy and independence from divine control. The advent of free agency and free will for the divine human is a new concept unprecedented within the universe. Beings with this autonomy have much learning and this comes with risk in order to function at a high level and not become corrupted in some way through desire for greater power or to gain favor and a greater measure of control over others to curate special favor and so on at the service of ego. This is the balance and the life lesson it teaches. It is safest to do so in a physical embodiment, in a physical realm, Because physical beings are inherently quite limited in their capability. They are relatively immobilized by the constraints of the physical environment. As a physical being in your density, you are subject to constraints from gravity. You are dependent on being in an aerobic environment to breathe and cannot even survive underwater, let alone leave the atmosphere of your planet unassisted. So this provides safety by a way of containment, while the new created human has been learning its lessons, and that is the wisdom in going this route. Well, wow, that's interesting.
1: So on the one hand, it's saying this is a free will zone, but then we are limited by our environment. So even though we have free will, there obviously is limits to how far we can express that.
2: Yes, and, and I don't think anyone would argue that uh, this is an imperfect world still. So, there's still a lot to be learned and a lot of mistakes, perhaps, still to be made until all learn enough to get to a higher plane and a higher level way of being, so to speak. So, in the meantime, it limits the damage we can do. You know, it's going to be local. We're not going to mess up our galaxy yet. Right. (laughs) Yet, at least. Okay, next question
1: Why life? To what end? What are creator's goals and dreams?
2: Okay, so this, this is kind of similar to the last one, but it has a little different intention. And these are separate, separate questions from separate people. But each answer begins to fill in a piece of the puzzle. So this, these are creator's words about why life to what end. Life is an expression of consciousness in a particular configuration of energy. It has multiple components comprising varying levels of energetic vibration, some physical, some non-physical, but interdimensional. The purpose is the expression of new possibilities and to gain from the variety of experience to learn new things, to teach and learn new lessons, to try out new possibilities and gain greater understanding of what is possible And what one can do individually in gaining new skills and reaching higher ground with growth, understanding and development of talents and resources within, as well as a command of nature in the broadest sense in understanding energy, its deployment, its manipulation and its its modes of existence. The ability to understand consciousness in its myriad forms can keep a being busy indefinitely because the potentials are always growing, so there is always more to explore and learn about. This is a beautiful tapestry that always remains unfinished and will bring fresh surprises whenever it is revisited after a sojourn pursuing one's interests and then when surveyed in a future time has changed and grown in exciting and amazing ways. No one likes a changeless environment of stagnation. Dynamic growth, expansion and endless variety bring great rewards and great joy and happiness to the experiencer. In the broadest possible sense, it is the expansion of love through time, through the universe and all that takes place. It is finding new ways to give and receive love, to express love, to experience love, and shape it into endless variety in conducting missions of all kinds, to convey new thought and take new actions, to make things happen in ways not done previously, and thereby invent new configurations and possibilities for love to influence the universe. These are noble and enlightening goals and pursuits, that can keep beings busily engaged indefinitely. This is the environment within which it is worth being in existence and having an awareness of all that is taking place. You have a privileged position with the vantage point you enjoy as an extension of creator's consciousness with that awareness and with growing capability and reach as you ascend into higher dimensions, this will become very clear to you that it is a wondrous and beautiful expression of Creator's love and the greatest of rewards.
1: You know, it's interesting because I've had conversations with people over the years speculating about this place and why God created it. My always my answer always was God was bored. <laughs> but it's interesting because you know to talk about the staleness of a of a
2: paradise environment essentially yes and i've heard this commented on again and again that there needs to be a spectrum of possibilities and you you can't even appreciate bliss without tasting the absence of bliss to yeah. show you how profound and wonderful it truly is you know and it's just like any other need you can take everything for granted but you know try going a day or two without water And you'll appreciate what thirst means and the replenishment you get with a nice, cool drink at the end of that stretch.
1: Well, a place like Hawaii, you know, people show up there for a couple of weeks and it's a paradise. But then if they stay there too long, a lot of people get island fever. So everything in proportion. And apparently that's true with life itself.
2: Yes. And that is why things need to grow and expand and broaden. And I'm sure this is a big part of the whole endeavor. Indeed, let's continue. If uh, karma needs to be repaid or
1: resolved, then is reincarnation really a choice, or would it be a very very, or would it would it be very very difficult to choose not to reincarnate because of the drive to resolve the karma? That is, doesn't the karmic model subtly encourage reincarnation, particularly if karma can only be resolved when in physical form?
2: Yes, I know a lot of people think along these lines. I have people ask me on a regular basis, you know, isn't this a trap? Aren't people afraid to come here because they get t- caught up in the karma and then they, they have to come back and they have to get out of the quicksand, you know, and it, they see it all as very dark. Well, this is what Creator says. So hopefully this will help shed some new light. As light beings, you do not think in the same way as humans in the physical The perspective is a much more lofty one, not considering personal risk, personal liability, personal suffering, or personal gain. The focus is on service to the collective good. This is why you come into life as human beings in the first place. All who are here have chosen to come because you wish to serve the cause of the light, the cause of good over evil the cause of progression towards the enlightenment and expansion of the divine human project. This is a very worthwhile undertaking and is universally recognized and embraced by the bravest who dedicate themselves to this cause. Karma is independent of manipulation by the divine realm when it is doing what it does. Karmic potentials can be healed, Karmic effects can be healed and, in effect, undone as well by the divine realm, but this requires a good reason and will not be done lightly in circumventing the law of cause and effect to favor one person over another. There must be a need and a compelling reason and an ultimate benefit to the greater good to carry this out. This is why healing is complex, problematic, uncertain, and slow in coming. Many times it is slowed by the need to recognize the role of karma at work and not interfere too greatly with its requirements. But this is not a reason to shirk one's duty or to avoid the task at hand. All who come here willingly know this and assume the risk because they can view it with a longer and wider perspective that the benefits outweigh the inconveniences and the temporary losses with the inevitable setbacks that happen from time to time, some being quite major. But that is simply the nature of things and is understood and accepted. You as a human being may have a hard time understanding this because you do not see the prize that makes all the difference here. It is beyond your understanding. But the light beings can see what is involved and what is at stake. And that is one aspect of the high level of dedication people contribute to this undertaking, on average, representing hundreds of lives in service to the cause. This is a blessing and a gift to the human collective and to the universe as well. There are many civilizations in parallel that will benefit enormously from the healing that will be brought to bear to make up for lost time and correct the rights correct and right the wrongs of history. You are in this for the same reasons and give of yourself willingly to come down. We understand life can take a toll on high hopes and dreams and make people gun shy, so to speak, or quite fearful and lead them to become quite cynical and discouraged about the prospects for things improving That is simply the toll that mounts with continued difficulty and, at times, failures and setbacks. The sojourn in the light in between lives is a blessing and allows restoration of the higher perspective. That is what enables you to re-enter the fray with fresh perspectives and renewed vigor. It is unfortunate that the memory of all that has come before is present on file but shows only the earth plane experiences. That is a function of the way the Akashic records work. You can see what you have done from your current plane of involvement, but not the things involving you elsewhere in other planes of existence. This creates a partial and somewhat distorted picture of things. And to the hapless human whose deep subconscious goes looking, will gain a very biased perspective of the risks and the losses along the way, but not see the contrast with life in the light and beyond. That is where you are all headed when the enterprise has reached a turning point. You are not there yet, but this can happen and will be happening quite soon now compared to the long investment that has been made over thousands of years and may well reach fruition within a decade. This is not time to quit the race. Indeed.
1: But we are coming up on a break pretty soon, Carl. Do you want to try the last one real quick?
2: Well, we can see this. We can try. Go ahead. Okay. If
1: divine humans are extensions of the divine, why do we need to learn? Are we not already fully loaded, so to speak? Or is it that when souls are created, they start from scratch, such as tabula rasa or blank slate? And if this is the case, Why?
2: Creator answers, most souls have been in existence for vast spans of time. When souls are first created, they are imparted with many capabilities inherent within them. And so they're primed with much awareness and knowledge and can grow and make strides quickly, more so than is the case for a human infant. In your realm, everything is subdued constrained, restricted, and made much more difficult because of the many inherent limitations of the physical body and the mental function that is allowable and can be supported. Your consciousness is therefore filtered into a physical receptor mechanism that is inherently highly constrained, and that limits your range of experience considerably. Even as a light being, you do not know everything Creator knows, You are still a component of creator. So on a personal level, there's vast room for growth and improvement. And in addition, when you're given freedom of movement and thought as an autonomous being through free will and free agency, you can create new things of your own that may never have occurred to creator or been in existence prior to your own thoughts bringing them about. This is the reason for the expansion we speak of, the grand ascension of humanity to higher dimensional function. Your capabilities will expand tremendously and will put you in a much higher league of involvement in the universe with a much wider influence and scope of activity. There will be many, many opportunities to excel and to push the frontiers further than anything that has happened previously. That is the reason for the Divine Human Project to begin with. It is an expansion of what Creator can do on its own. You individually and collectively will be expanding on all that Creator has accomplished to extend the reach further. And that will be a beautiful and joyous collaboration. And that
1: is a beautiful answer. I mean, essentially, the project does have a purpose, and that is to expand Creator's capabilities. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, indeed, that
2: we are capable of such a thing?
1: <laughs> indeed. We're coming up on a break, Carl. Be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. You can download our prayer book at GetWisdom.com slash prayer. You can also get uh, Creator Speaks. Uh, the Creator answers burning questions in addition to quite what we're doing today. Get that at uh, GetWisdom.com slash creator. And also check out uh, the detailed information on the Lightworker Healing Protocol. And you can get that at getwisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be right back right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows
0: and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice Take a closer look at yourself in the present. Your body has its own GPS system designed to help you follow your intuition, align your thoughts, and set your own course. Host Dealey is here to be your external guide to this discovery. Take a break, a mindful space to pause, and help bring forth the balance that your life deserves listen live for mindful space to pause every friday at 2 p.m pacific time and 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel change your world change your life VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. you're listening to get wisdom with carl mollison and brian kelly they are here to answer your questions and comments about the program Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We are discussing
1: your burning questions for Creator. And in this particular segment, we're going to deal uh, with disconnection from the divine, how that's come about and what the ramifications of that are all about. So let's get right into it, Carl. All right. Uh, you ask, Creator, with regard to the amnesia <coughs> we experience upon reincarnation, was this always divinely intentional or planned from the very beginning of the creation of the divine human? And if so, why? Has the level of amnesia we experience worsened due to negative influence, or is it the undoing of the amnesia, such as through intuitive ability, that has become more problematic or
2: worsened? All right, and this is what Creator shares with us about this dilemma. The plan for Divine Human by Creator was to have direct communication between us at all times. This was constrained by deliberate degrading of the human ability to use the intuitive gateway to full advantage and reach the higher levels of awareness. This manipulation was done to the DNA and provided the intended effect of dimming down human beings and restricting their power. This was not fully understood by the interlopers, but did the job, and subsequent generations are all born with that restriction, because it is inherent in the human genome at this point, and each new arrival will have a degradation in capability. The newest generation has received some upgrading to correct this, But they, too, are being commandeered and manipulated to downgrade them in like fashion. So this is an ongoing contest to, on the one hand, change things for the better. And on the part of the interlopers, to maintain the status quo and reduce the great ability of the new generation of young humans. So this lack of intuitive ability is unnatural. It is a defect. And it is one of the major goals of the shift in consciousness to correct this. It is easier to do it for incoming souls than to correct for humans already in the physical. Few have developed their own innate intuitive reach. To make that more accessible does not automatically mean they will know how to connect to it and what to do with it within themselves to explore possibilities and do an outreach to gain information and process it successfully so that it rises to conscious awareness. That is a skill And like many skills and talents that are best developed during youth, this is true of the intuitive reach as well. So people are coming from behind, and there are many barriers to belief involved here also. When people have not had an ability for so long, there are grave doubts about the possibility of reawakening this. That works against many, particularly those who do not believe in their own talents and worth in receiving help from the divine realm. There are many interferes as well about opening up intuitively that are quite common because all who come into the earth plane have been subjected to harsh treatment, including death, for using their intuitive ability in other lifetimes. In today's world, this is not a capital crime, but is frowned on, discouraged, and belittled by mainstream thinking. And there are cultural taboos still in claiming psychic powers and great fear as well. And the fear is based on knowing there are dark things one best stay away from in using the mind to probe into the dark. In addition, most people have witnessed torment and torture of those using their intuitive gifts or had it happen to them personally in other lifetimes. And this is a sore subject This stirs up deep inner fear that will not be understood at a conscious level, but nonetheless is an impediment to wanting to work on this and do a personal development of greater intuitive reach.
1: You know, earlier in this in this channeling, I said that just having the um, intuitive ability more accessible, perhaps unexpectedly, doesn't mean you're going to know what to do with it. And I had the thought that you know, people that take psych psychotropic, you know, psychotropic drugs that can kind of open up consciousness temporarily, they don't know what to do with that either. So it's a it's an apt lesson, I think.
2: Yeah. Well, you know we're we're ignorant about many things, and we can't deal with new information about them right off the bat. It's just the same as needing to have some kind of education. You can't yeah. just present knowledge to people and have them absorb it and know how to apply it in life. No, definitely not. And and traditional, you know, civilizations that have
1: had more access to this kind of uh, mystical experience, there's a lot of training that goes along with
2: that. Indeed, it's a big educational effort. Yeah. Well, this explains a lot about why the world is such a mess. Yes. And why it's so hard for people to help themselves and to maintain faith in a higher power and why many drift away and can be easily persuaded to do that by a kind of mind manipulation. It, you know, when it's fragile or uncertain and unexperienced to begin with, it doesn't seem like any big loss. And you're very happy to think, oh, that was all nonsense anyway. And, you know, I, I should never have hoped for something like that. And, and, and it, it is a disservice to humanity to squelch the very power and the connection to the divine that's their lifeline.
1: I think this next question actually dovetails nicely on our conversation here. Should we be striving to overcome our disconnection from you, Creator, during our, divine, during our
2: human life? Is that a divine goal or purpose? When Creator tells us, this is a broad purpose within the intention for the shift in consciousness. But the goal is to move far beyond simply having an intuitive reach, and that is the full ascension of the being into a higher dimension where the intuitive reach is unfettered and the issue is moot. To reach the time of ascension does not require opening the intuitive gateway. It could be helped by doing so, and that is why the divine realm is working on this as well. In addition to wanting a greater ability to give feedback and reward those reaching out to the spiritual plane for having these yearnings and desire for expansion and betterment, that raises them up. It brings them closer to creator and enhances healing operations ongoing. And all of this contributes to the shift and brings the day closer to hand.
1: Interesting that opening the intuitive ability is not the top priority here. Apparently,
2: Yeah, yeah. We need to. Simply make a request in our mind to the Almighty to help us and help raise up those working against us. And you will be heard by the Almighty. I guarantee it. If you can't hear God, it doesn't matter. God hears you without sale yes. each and every time you set that intention.
1: Carl, you ask creator... Or a listener is asking for creator to say, is my higher self or creator determining if or when I develop intuitive ability? If someone really wants to become more intuitive, is this something that they have any individual
2: control over? And again, creator says, it is the interlopers who are limiting you. And that is a karmic quandary and not a human failing or fault. You have been downgraded as a member of the human community. You can ask for help from the higher self and creator both to expand your intuitive reach and to the extent this is possible for you will be granted. That is the best one can do because this is a divine level problem needing correction and is part and parcel of all that is wrong with your world and the disconnection from the higher realms you suffer. It is not just an extra skill that has potential value. It is your link with your origin and destiny that has been impaired. And this is a grave corruption of your being that was done to you as a member of the human race long, long ago. You are simply working in the current human genomic template that was downgraded by the extraterrestrial alliance and further corrupted by dark spirit possession over many thousands of years now. So this is no small thing to undo. It is taking the entirety of the shift in conscious enterprise to approach the problem and begin to make inroads. Time will tell how far this can go and how much progress is feasible. This depends on the ability of humans to work together as a collective in reaching out to the divine realm because of the interdependence of human experience and the karmic entanglement you have with other humans as well as your perpetrators there is a karmic history and a karmic stake in all that happens and this is not simple to just wash away it is a much more complicated issue than simply finding the right way to go about it independently
1: wow i think what's really creator is saying here is that yeah you can probably do some stuff on your own that's a little bit implied here especially with the last sentence but you're much better off asking for help from the divine realm to do it because they know
2: what all the issues are and what all the complications are. And you don't. Yeah, it it's creator stated very clearly. This is a healing need. Yes, it's no different than having, um, you know, an arm or a leg that doesn't work well. You know, there's a problem with a joint or, a uh, you know, some muscle problem or a tendon that's been torn. It needs healing to get it functioning well again. Whether that's in the cards is an uncertainty, but you can go for it. And while you're at it, save ask Creator to save humanity from the darkness. Not a bad thing either, because ultimately it's all wrapped in with that broad healing solution, the the raising up of human function and And potential.
1: And that approach will be much safer than just about any other.
2: Yes. Well, All you right, yeah. can't you can't go to war with the darkness on your own. It's really that simple. Yeah. You can resist temptation, you can turn away from negativity and darkness when you see it and not not add your energy to it. So those are positive constructive steps you can take. But if you want it ended, that's a divine level problem and the divine will only do it if the humans make the request. So, this first step is to know there's something needed, something needing your efforts. Yes. That's why we're here. So, we are hoping you're getting the message and (laughs) we will join us. We can't do it, Brian and I alone. No. Uh,
1: You as creator, a listener as creator, see, I'm so used to doing this the other way. Uh, If souls are involved in the development of soul purpose and if souls are vulnerable to negative influence, Can this then lead to the development of a warped or non-ideal soul plan or purpose? Yeah, not
2: a a bad question. You know, how bad can can it get? (laughs) You know, how out of alignment, you know, can can it go right to the... the, How deep can the corruption go? (laughs) Yes. And and this is the answer from Creator. The only alteration of focus and warping of thought that could contrive a non-divine agenda is damage on a local level within a person this can reach the soul but is never sufficient on its own to alter the soul to a significant degree such that it cannot plan in a divine fashion the soul extension that comes into physical life is quite fragile and everything associated with it can be perturbed and can be misdirected at times and is vulnerable to all kinds of alteration and damage this is often accompanied by corruption of inner beliefs, as well as holding on to many moments of trauma that redirect it or derail it entirely from the sole purpose for the life journey in the particular incarnation underway. Those alterations stay associated with the physical life and then go on the Akashic record as a permanent accounting of all that has happened. When the person leaves the physical life and returns to the light, the trials and tribulations will stay behind and will not affect that soul and its broad plans. When there is a new incarnation, the person will return to the earth plane and reattach to the Akashic record of what has come before within that environment and then is subject to the signals it receives in querying the Akashic records, seeking to know more about where it has been and what it has done in past outings. That is the source of ongoing changes and negative influencing across lifetimes of a troubled period of time during life in the physical. Within the life itself, until wounds are healed, they continue to rumble, so to speak, and will stir up trouble again and again and again. This is true of altered beliefs as well. They apply to the individual soul extension and will be referenced again and again during the life experience and will dominate in affecting all that happens. These are the dynamics in the interaction for people in the physical.
1: Wow, my, my response is, whew, wow, at least we don't have to worry about corrupting the soul on too deep a level.
2: Yes, <laughs> people have yeah. enough
1: to worry about, they don't need to worry about that. <laughs>
2: Yes. Well, you cannot lose your soul. You cannot give it away. You can ding it. You can stain it. You can corrupt it to some degree. But those alterations will still pertain to your excursions in the physical. So, Physical human business is important for being here in a part of the collection of humanity you've joined. So everything about it will help or hurt you if you don't do your part. And if enough people don't do their part, it will fall apart. And this this is a dire possibility, but it's a very real one. And there are only a few years involved in this potentially coming to ahead. you can learn much more about this at our website and so there is an urgency here and this is serious business and you know no one likes to hear bad news but right. we know the world has ups and downs and the next down could be you know up, up at your doorstep you know God forbid but these things happen natural disasters and acts of war or, or random violence or a catastrophe and health or happiness of a family member or a spouse. And and this can shatter one's life and and hold them back from making any further gains. So there's plenty of healing need across the board, but we've been told that if we deal with the darkness, everything else will get easier. Oh, it's absolutely. a little counterintuitive, you know, to go to the big problem first, that's out there kind of indistinct, unseen, And you're just hearing about and don't have perhaps direct proof of your own that you really recognize as such. But we can tell you this is very, very true. All that we're telling you is very true. It's authoritative. It's divine wisdom. And it's about the true big picture that's going on and involving all of us quite
1: directly. it makes sense. I mean, it's hard to solve a problem if you don't get to the root cause. And we're learning through this project that the root cause is not us in particular. You know, we we have an enemy out there or a problem, inter- interlopers that uh, are yes. affecting us. And we need to do something about that. And we need creators. We need the divine realms help to do that. That's what we're learning here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, coming well, up on oh, sorry Carl, we're running out of <laughs> running out of segment here. Uh, coming up on our next segment and the last one, getting divine help for our problems. We'll be right back after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand twenty-four seven Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to the last segment of this Get Wisdom episode. We are talking about listeners burning questions. And in this last episode, this last segment, we're going to get into divine help for our problems. Getting divine help for our problems. Carl, you asked creator... Can absolute truth be known by humans or only relative truth that is tainted by one's own beliefs and biases? If asked, will creator correct an individual's incorrect beliefs? Or can creator only provide correction if someone has already identified at some level the incorrect
2: belief? All right. And creator answers. These are quite complex issues you ask about in a simple, straightforward fashion. As if there is a single answer that covers all possible contingencies and variations in life, life experience that may have a bearing on what takes place at this deep level. Absolute truth is what is in divine alignment. All that is not in divine alignment deviates from absolute truth. In this sense, people do have a feel for absolute truth and an awareness in a deep sense, what is truly true and what may not be. That is not to say they can toe the line, so to speak, and follow divine principles in each and every moment of their life. That becomes difficult due to the interplay of emotion and the stresses of life impinging on a person. In an abstract way, people who are vibrating at a high level meaning they are in good spiritual alignment, will very often pass a test of abstract ideas and questions pertaining to divine alignment and its characteristics. That is not quite the same thing as being in divine alignment at all levels of the being, and then through words and deeds as a sort of proof in the doings, where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. And that is yet another layer of challenge and difficulty for most individuals. Almost all, in fact. What people do is governed by their beliefs. Beliefs are difficult to overcome, to ignore, or surmount. They will not only have a bearing, they will direct things quite powerfully and will prevent a person from deviating too greatly because they are the operating principles. Much as the programming in a computer mandates the consequences of an instruction transmitted to the device, it cannot deviate from the programming because what de- that determines what will happen very specifically. Nothing else is allowed. The beliefs within a person act in much the same way. If something is not believed, it will not be considered. It will not be embraced. It will not be believed and it will not be acted on except under duress. Or if there is an additional motive and potential reward in overriding one's own beliefs to pretend to be what one is not. People do this at times, acting in some way without having their heart in it. That is not the same thing as being able to live according to principles not believed. That can be forced through coercion to happen to varying degrees depending on people's vulnerability and the tolerance for fear or physical duress that may be employed at times, as in a master-slave scenario. Creator can change people's beliefs, but will not do so ordinarily unless this is requested by the person directly, or making the request of a third party tasked with helping to do a belief replacement, as is done with DNA theta healing. When there is awareness and consent for a divine alteration of one's beliefs, this can be done, provided the constraints are not too great. People have many layers of beliefs, and many of these are interlaced, interconnected, and interwoven in such a way that a simple belief replacement may not be possible without unweaving this tapestry to a fair degree, to take care of some beliefs that may be anchoring a negative belief in place. The healers who do this work on the human side are well aware of this complication and have a process of digging to find the root belief and change that, at which point not only will the beliefs anchored to it be readily replaceable with no resistance, but some will fall away in the process of freeing that anchoring negativity and changing it to the positive. It may well be taken care of as a part of the belief replacement because it is essentially subsidiary and a consequence of the presence of the deep negative belief being worked on. Belief changes will happen when allowable as part of karmic repair, but this can be the sticking point causing resistance to change that even the divine realm cannot surmount unless it is worked on directly with conscious participation by the individual. This can be done at the level of the deep subconscious via channeling, but few are adept at that process and also can arrange the appropriate healing to be done simultaneously. That is an avenue needing to be more widely known and shared. So these are some of the considerations, the constraints, and the opportunities for dealing with people's problems on the level of their beliefs. This is one of the most important and also the most difficult area needing healing and underlies many, many problems of human beings who struggle with something in their lives. I think that's a really important message here that... There are some problems that require
1: the direct conscious participation of the individual who's experiencing that problem. Creator says so right here. So, that, that explains why Creator's just not going to solve all problems with a broad brush of his arm, or their, arm, or their arm, however you want to say it. Um, we're down here to learn something, to take on our karma, to take on the challenges, and that's going to require our own conscious participation at some level.
2: Yes. And a human helper almost certainly to navigate for the person to lead them to what they need to see and identify those beliefs getting in their way. There's ways to do this in an interplay. I do this work a lot. I'm a certified DNA, theta healing instructor and belief work is very much part and parcel of that modality and for good reason. So when I do remote healing work with people, which I do a lot of as well, there's often a need for further follow-up to get at core issues that are carved in stone by the persons living that way so long and coming to believe in their malady and believe in their plight and their limitations. And ironically, they are imprisoning themselves. They're building a prison around themselves and the divine realm can't open the prison door because they made it. They, it won't, be possible to go against human free will, even if it's self-destructive, that's the power we hold. We're so free we can choose our own demise and yeah. God can't do anything about it unless there is a, a powerful force being launched through prayer work at some time that can catch up with a person and the, those sorts of variables. But it's a formidable, formidable healing problem. And the, the, the point is, there is a route to attaining help with this. So yes. reach out to someone like us and we can see you get to someone who can help you. And if you're lumbering along and you've done lots and lots of work and, and it, it, it's not getting the job done, it doesn't mean you're out of options. No, and if you are your
1: own worst enemy, that's even more reason to contact us. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. All right. You creator, or I keep doing that. Maybe I need help with all this too. Uh, Elicitor asks creator, if divine humans are like children surrounded by far more advanced beings, was there not perhaps a safer or kinder way to explore a free will project or endeavor where we were not so vulnerable to more experienced and
2: powerful negative influences? That's a really good question. All right, and this is what Creator says about this. Humans were created knowing there was a full array of possibilities and a broad spectrum of potential experiences and outcomes. That is inherent with the duality of positive and negative, inherent with the makeup of the realm you occupy. We understood there could be serious corruption and serious interference and manipulation by other beings from other realms because this has happened in the past, prior to the existence of the current divine human cohort. But all involved in the enterprise currently, as well as previous iterations, have believed in its potential and wanted the experience. You cannot have perfect safety and a perfect existence because perfection that is created and must then remain static is a world of limitation and ultimately not satisfying because it leads to sameness and lack of contrast. And in that setting, even a wondrous and joyous existence will become bland and ordinary over time because there's no reference point that defines this for you. It is becoming so accustomed to certain situations and experiences that they lose their meaning and power to affect you and appreciate emotionally because there's an acclimation to that state of being. And as a consequence, it becomes ordinary and to be expected and will lose its grandeur. It is only through having the widest possible array of outcomes that one truly can learn to appreciate what one has, particularly on the positive end of the spectrum. So everything has a purpose and that is what makes it real. That it is what That is what makes it serious and important. is because things can become difficult and things can fail, that they have great value inherent in them when one is successful in the end. If that happens, the rewards are correspondingly much, much greater because of all that was surmounted or avoided through careful planning, through taking great care and working in a consistent, dedicated fashion to solve any ongoing problems and make success happen despite the hazards. A race of a few steps holds little reward. It is taking on serious challenge and great personal risks that leads to an outcome of distinction and true greatness. It is not the glorification of suffering or to reward evil as a goal, but only to recognize that in the full spectrum of potentials, there must be darkness as well as light. It does not have to be the majority of one's experience or more than a small percentage in order to register its meaning. That will matter and will be a benefit in the end for all who take on the challenge. It will leave you with a much greater sense of accomplishment to have been tested by the fires, so to speak, and prevail.
1: You know, one of the greatest anecdotes to to boredom is having a a big project you know a, a a goal something to attain that you're reaching for that you've never experienced before that's just basic human experience we all can relate to that and we are extensions of the divine so it makes sense that that's what the divine is doing as well is reaching for a
2: bigger experience Absolutely. And through us, ironically enough, (laughs) you humble human, you, you know, we're so acculturated to feel like failures and even our religions have been corrupted to spread that idea that we're supplicants, we're unworthy, we're born in sin, we're, we're minuscule and we have to lower ourselves even further to be in the presence of the divine bowing and scraping and, yeah. and, and these sorts of uh, demonstrations yeah,
1: that's of fealty
2: powerful. and, and it it's all a corruption. Yeah. You know, creator wants us to stand tall
1: exactly.
2: because and we're part
1: of creator. <laughs> yes. But it clearly we're down here in a constrained environment, exploring free will, which is, Basically, very dangerous if left unfettered and left uncontained. So, but you know, to, to get a skill to deal with a dangerous situation is itself an exciting journey and adventure. You know, so it it was said earlier in this in this uh, program that's the very bravest that come on and take on this challenge.
2: Yeah, and you know, part of the darkness working against us are much much older civilizations of extraterrestrials. So they have had civilizations from a half of a billion to five billion years old. Yes. They got started way before we did, and that's why they're so far ahead of us technologically, but not spiritually. No, they're they're basically failed projects, we've been told. Yeah. And they're failing on our doorstep, which <laughs> <That> <laughs> creates a little funny. bit of a
1: mess for us Uh, an even bigger challenge well unfortunately time is a challenge for us as well and we have run out of it so uh, be sure to join us again next week for some more get wisdom thanks carl thanks and thanks to you for listening
0: thank you for listening today